Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good afternoon, and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Amen? And we hope that you are ready, after your lovely fast of three days, to fellowship with the Lord around the Word. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and the Lord is here, and all of you are here. And so I pray that all is going well for you. I want to thank everyone for their prayers and uh, their continued prayer support as I recover from the flu. Uh, I do believe my recovery has been uh, accelerated because of your prayers. I can feel your prayers, and I thank you very much. Amen. But if you have not assembled your elements for Holy Communion, please do so now. And for those of you who are listening for the very first time, we are a Christian, Protestant, Internet church and a local church assembly. We meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Amen? And at the beginning of our services, we repent of our sins and we celebrate Holy Communion together. Amen? And if you would care to join us, now would be an excellent time to gather your element. Amen? Amen. And in a minute, Brother Bill is going to do a sound check for me because I want to make sure that everyone can hear me. So if you'll excuse me. All right. Praise the Lord. I'm back. That didn't take long. I know that you all had some wonderful time and fellowship with the Lord during the past three days. And I pray that you got some additional deliverance on uh, Friday night. Amen. Amen. God is moving in our midst, and he's helping us to grow. Amen? You can't just grow in God on your own. God has to be involved as well. So it is my desire for each of us to take aside time to fellowship with the Lord because that's what makes the difference. He makes the difference. He's the difference in our lives, in our world, and in our relationship with him. Amen? Amen. I know it's um, it's warmer now than it was earlier this year, but that just means make yourself a little more comfortable. Amen? 
Amen. Make yourself a little more comfortable. God has a word for us this morning. And, uh, okay, we're working with technology here. Amen. All right. At last. Tell you. But uh, I am feeling much better, thank you, due to your prayers. And so we're going to go ahead with the word the Lord has today. And I pray that as you listen, as you participate with your whole heart, that you'll actually hear what God is saying to us. Amen? You know, these messages are not pre-prepared. They um, they come just as the service is about to happen. And so I'm still waiting on Brother Bill to respond to the sound check. And so... I pray that as you listen with your heart, you will hear the voice of the Lord. It's very important when you listen to a message that you don't just listen with your outward ears. You have to listen with your heart as well. Why? Because God is reaching our hearts. He's reaching for our hearts. And if you only listen with your outward ears, you're not going to hear all that God has to say to you. Amen? There are so many people that uh, get up on a Sunday morning, get all dressed, go to church, and they just sit there, and they just hear things with their outward ears, and they hear very little of what God's really trying to say to them personally. The message is to be extremely pointed for them to get anything because they're what you call dull of hearing. But you shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't be dull of hearing. You shouldn't be dull of understanding either. And if you are, you need to ask the Lord to forgive you and to deliver you. You need to be able to hear God speaking to your heart. During the message Even if you have to recast Amen So what I, I would encourage you To give him your undivided attention I would encourage you To give him Your undivided attention And so We'll proceed on In Jesus name Amen Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. God bless. Praise the Lord. There we go. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just want to thank you for this day, Lord. We want to thank you for the blessings and the opportunities that it's brought. We want to thank you, Lord. For everything that you're doing in our lives You are making us the people of God That you desire for us to be We want to live our lives in such a manner, Lord 
that when we see you face to face, we are not ashamed. We don't want to be ashamed and we don't want to be saying, uh, well, I could have done a little bit more, but I didn't. We don't want that. We want to have given you our very best while we're right here on the earth. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise. We need you, Lord. We need you every moment of every single day. And we do not take you for granted, Lord. We do not take you for granted. We treasure you. We value you. You're very precious to us, Lord. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for every blessing and for our precious inheritance in Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for the long-suffering and the mercy that you extend to us. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are constantly forgiving us that you're forever forgiving us. We want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the fellowship of the saints in Christ Jesus. We're not alone. We're a part of the body of Christ worldwide. We are a part of every saint that has ever lived on this planet. And we're connected. We're not just out floating in air somewhere We're connected to the body of Christ Through your very spirit, Lord We thank you that as you gather us together this afternoon To feast on your word And to reflect on the words that you will give us, Lord That we will allow these very words to change our hearts To change our minds And to help us see Things that we have not seen before, nor understood before. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We want to thank you for it, Lord. We want to thank you for it all. We want to thank you for those that will be recasting later, Lord. Bless them. Touch them. We lift Jennifer before you. Ergusha de Diosu de Abrique de Ragissime Memorugode, Ergule de Diosundi Abrisha de Abroca de Racahababa Barucha, Icababa Baruca de Diosu de Abrique de Diosa, Rica City de Barucaha. We lift Dagmar before you. Rica Shita, Mamma Guruki, Erecita Abrese, Runa de Diosundi Abrisha de Diosu to Rubrica de Dia, Runa de Abrica de Dia Shembe, Bababa Baru de Diaca. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We want to thank you for your intervention in our daily lives, Lord. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it. We send it back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. Every single attack must go back. We plead the blood of Jesus over every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. Every attack must go back 
in the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant. We give you praise, Lord. We raise the shield of faith and we quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that the word of God is truth. It's truth in our lives, Lord, and it speaks for us here on the earth. The blood of Jesus speaks for us in the heavenlies. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And we give you praise for it, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if you have your elements ready, we will continue. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you repenting of our sins, our generational sins, our iniquities, our weaknesses, our shortcomings, our errors, our faults, our ignorance, our unbelief, and our doubt and fear in Jesus' name. We ask for your forgiveness, Father, and we ask that you deliver us. The Bible says you sent your word to heal us and to deliver us from our destruction. We seek deliverance, and we give you praise for it. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for our righteous judge and our strong deliverer. We give you the praise. We give you the glory, Father. Strengthen us where we are weak. Let the weak say, I am strong. You strengthen us with might in the inner man, Lord. We thank you for that. We give you praise. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring linking angels, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have prepared the way for us. Help us to walk in your way, Lord. Help us to yield and surrender ourselves to you. In Jesus' name. If you have your elements, we're ready now. For I have received of the Lord that which I also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he break it. Amen. And said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the bread. After the same manner, also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, Is the New Testament in my blood? This do ye 
as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. And as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world Amen Praise the Lord for not Being condemned with the world Amen Amen Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Father in Jesus' name We forgive all such Who should be forgiven The oppression of the saints Is not the will of God The mental distress, the subjection to unjust treatment or demonic control or exercise of power, it is malicious attacks of the enemy using others. We bind the spirit of oppression and loose the freedom from oppression in Jesus' name. It is written, if the Son Therefore shall make you free Ye shall be free indeed We loose the peace of the Lord Over all those who have been oppressed And the peace of God Which passes all understanding Shall keep your hearts and minds Through Christ Jesus The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in the times of trouble. Father, deliver us from the oppression of man, so we will keep your precepts. Rebuke us, Lord, when we do things to open ourselves to oppression. Order our steps in thy word, Lord, and let not any iniquity have dominion over us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' holy name. Now, all of you who have that oppression in your life, take a deep breath and cough it out now in Jesus' name. All of you with all that oppression, in your life, deep breath and cough it out now in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Some of you, when you talk to your family members, you come away oppressed, and you refuse to just cough that spirit out and get rid of it. But now is your time to do so. Take a deep breath and cough that oppression out. Some of you live in areas that are oppressed, and that oppression lives and rests on you. So now is the time to get rid of it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Don't just sit there. Open your mouth, take a deep breath, and cough from your gut right now in Jesus' name. Amen? Get free and get free now in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over any despair, any rejection, and any hopelessness in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough, saints. You know what to do. You know what to do. You've been trained. Amen. You know what to do. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness, which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father Jesus Christ in the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic and digital and technology demons and their attacks. Leviathan spirits and their attacks. Kundalini spirits and their psychic abilities and their attacks. And their strange manifestations we bind in Jesus' name. We're binding all water and marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils and their attacks. Unclean spirits. Passive devils and all their attacks. Pain-afflicting spirits. Sleep deprivation spirits. Artificial intelligence smart dust, drone spirits, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all sorcery devils in their attack, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attack, all the voices of the stranger, the seducer, and the charmer in their attack. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, Technopaganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All the arugujarecite, all the demons in the mind due to virtual reality and other such entertainment devices. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we appeal to the righteous judge. We we uh, come to you, Lord. And we say to you that the entertainment industry around the world has been primary in corrupting not only 
the church and the people of God, but people everywhere, and holding them fast in that corruption. We ask you, Lord, to have mercy upon the people. The time is winding up. And so we ask you, Lord, to release your judgments, your adjudication against that industry that is so well used by the enemy to take minds and to uh, uh, pervert lives and to change perceptions and to pull down morality and right living. We thank you, Lord, for releasing those judgments in the earth in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, and we bind whoredom spirits in their attacks in the name of Jesus. All targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. We bind 5G, everything coming through the computers, the cell phones, from the towers, from the satellites, in the name of Jesus. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all EMF and EMP attacks, in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and and mystic arts. Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian, Asian, Indonesian, Indigenous groups, Native persons, North America, South America, all of the Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic that's done worldwide and beneath binding the demons from Barbados in the name of Jesus Christ, binding the devils from the Bermuda Triangle in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you we chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you into the spiritual cage in Jesus' holy name. We bind every spirit of destruction in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs. We bind the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic, demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of evil spirits, mammon and his agents, And all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, 
defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generation of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind in the name of Jesus. We bind all pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, tinnitus, and binding directed energy microwave weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to heal every mind that comes up every Wednesday and Friday and Sunday to hear your word at this ministry and to be ministered to through your spirit, Father. We ask you to heal the mind, not just the brain, but the mind as well. We thank you and we saturate each mind in the blood of Jesus Christ. Each mind saturated in the blood of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. False religions, numerology, horoscopes, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, clairvoyance, premonition, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the entire kingdom of pride in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain it and its king with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all demonic blood, human blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Tun, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, gods and goddesses of all descriptions, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and the 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of every demonic weapon that has ever existed, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, 
codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in Jesus' name. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name. We bind the work of the Demolay and other associated organizations in Jesus' name. And we return their affliction to the workers of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all, and we loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, but especially Christians, Father, who are being persecuted in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves and our property and all that pertains to us, our vehicles, the road we travel. With the blood of Jesus, we bind all bad dreams and all nightmares, all sex dreams. We forbid anyone or anything to try to get into our dreams, and we thank you, Father, for your warring angels over us day and night. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, all witchcraft, curses, every hex. We return it all now. In Jesus' name We pull out every voodoo pen Now in Jesus' name And we send it back All fiery darts go back now In Jesus' name All needles and spears go back now In Jesus' name We cut ourselves free, Lord With the sword of the spirit From all uh, silver cords Ley lines Ungodly soul ties Vows, pledges, packs, leads Covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We send back any spirit that has been sent to us that is not of Jesus Christ. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such. We break the power of all those curses, hexes, and vexes, love spells, Fetishes, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, destruction, torment, pain, and sickness, 
psychic warfare, incantations, incense and candle burnings, ungodly blessings, crystals, root works, tribal rituals and sin, and everything being sent to us that is not of Jesus Christ. We return it from whence it came. We bind every spirit of bondage, all spirits of, of bitterness, heaviness, fear, and hate. And we release the joy of the Lord over God's people. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, today, saints, we're going to talk about the Father's work. The Father's work. That's what we're going to talk about today. The Father's work. It's important that we understand these truths. Because in a large, in a very real way, it affects how we interact with our Heavenly Father. And it affects our relationship to him. In truth, it does. So it's very important to receive these truths today and to allow them to work in our lives. Amen? In John, the Gospel of John, Chapter 15, beginning with verse 1, John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, beginning with verse 1. I am the true vine, Jesus said, and my father is the husbandman. I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Isn't that good to know? That Jesus is our true vine and that our heavenly father is the husbandman. But what is a husbandman, you say? Well, it has nothing to do with marriage, nothing at all. It is a term which applies to the raising of livestock and to the cultivation of crops. It has to do with raising livestock and the cultivation of crops. It embraces the cultivation and production of edible crops or animals for food. It consists of agriculture and farming. In these scriptures, the Lord Jesus says that he is the true vine, and his father is the overseer, the developer, the cultivator, and the caretaker of the vine, its branches, and the life which flows through it, even to the fruit. Even to the fruit. The Lord Jesus is telling us not only that he is the true vine, that we've been called to abide in, to live in. That's what abide means. It means to live in it, 
If you go outside and you look at some plants, especially if the plant happens to be a vine, you can see how each branch is connected to the main stream of the vine. There's this one part that runs all the way through from the very root to the very tip, and all the little branches come off of that particular part. Well, that's what the Lord wants us to understand in relationship to our to him and to our Heavenly Father. You see, our Heavenly Father is the overseer. You know what an overseer is. He is the developer. He is the cultivator. He is the caretaker of the vine, its branches, and the very life which flows through it, even to the fruit. Even to the fruit. It shows you here in verse 2 that every branch that's in Jesus, each one of us that's going to be in Jesus and and decides we're not going to bear any fruit, we're just not going to do a thing. We're just going to sit up in church and let words flow over us and we're not going to respond. We're not going to apply it to our lives. We're just going to sit here and call ourselves believers when we actually are not believing. He says that for those branches that refuse to bear fruit, he takes them away. He takes them out of the way. However, every branch, every saint that bears fruit, he's going to purge it. That's right. He's going to get rid of that that ought not to be there because it's going to get in the way of something he wants. He's purging it for a purpose. And what is that purpose? that it may bring forth more fruit. You see, if you don't bear fruit, you don't get to have more fruit. Amen? Amen. This is a very important concept for every Christian to understand. We are of God in Christ Jesus. We are of God in Christ Jesus. We are in Jesus Christ. We are in Jesus Christ. Just like your blood vessels are in you. They are inside your body. We are in Christ Jesus. That's very, very important. Now, if you can't quite conceptualize this, after the broadcast today, have a conversation with the Holy Spirit and ask him to explain it to you so you get it. Amen? He will oblige. As Christians, this is our official place. This is our place in Christ Jesus. In God, in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. Romans, New Testament, chapter 8, verse 9 says, But ye are not in the flesh, at least you ought not to be, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. 
Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of him. Really? Is that what that means, Pastor? That's exactly what it means. All of these people that you know going around claiming to be Christians and the spirit of God is not living in them, you need to stop agreeing with them that they're Christians because they are not. And it's just the truth. So if we are not in the true vine, Jesus Christ, then the life and the spirit of Christ cannot flow to us. And we, therefore, will not be his. You know, just because you show up to a church building once a week and you sit on a pew or a chair, and you let somebody sing you a song, somebody take up your money, and somebody preach some words over you doesn't make you a Christian. I've said this many times. That no more makes you a Christian than going to McDonald's and sitting there waiting to become a Big Mac. It's just not going to happen. You can sit there until Jesus comes back. You're never going to become a Big Mac. Something has to really happen inside of you for you to become a Christian. Sitting on the premises isn't what it, it what does it. Amen? I've had to say this over and over to people over the decades. You may sit in McDonald's or any other hamburger establishment, for as long as you want, it won't make you what's on the menu. Praise the Lord, and it's the truth. So, saints, it is true for us to stop attributing the title of Christian to everyone who says that they are or shows up to a church service. The Spirit of Christ sets Christians apart from everyone else. It's the spirit of Christ, spirit of God in a person that sets them apart from everyone else. You know, some of you uh, really don't think before you do things. You decide that you're going to associate yourself. You're going to be friendly with somebody. You're going to date somebody or talk to somebody or get close to somebody simply because they say they're a Christian. That's as wrong as it can be. You have to check them out. They have to be vetted by the Holy Spirit. Let me say it in English. They have to be vetted by the Holy Spirit. Vetted. Yes, you know what vetted means. That's what happens when people are attempting to come into the the country the right way. They got to check them out first. Some of you are too loose in your association. You want to be chummy with people you shouldn't be chummy with. You want to take people at face value when you should not. Amen. And then when... The situation gets to the point it becomes uncomfortable. Well, I thought, well, that's not how it's done. 
The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. There is no lie in him anywhere. You don't have to trust your opinion. In fact, you shouldn't. You don't have to listen to what the person calls themselves. You need to go to God himself and get the truth on the matter at the onset. Amen? Amen. So it's the spirit of Christ in Christians that sets us apart from everyone else. It is the work of God. God does this work. He's the one that sets us apart. He calls us out of the world, and he sets us apart to himself. This is a work of God. Many of us have family members who think that they are Christians. The Holy Spirit will not confirm such. Time to grow up, saints. It's time to grow up. Stop pretending that they are Christians when there is no witness from God that they are so. Stop pretending that they are Christians when there is no witness from God that they are so. Stop going along with that hypocrisy. Stop it. It's sin. In Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Let no man Deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Stop being a part of their sin. For ye were sometimes darkness. But now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Hi, how you doing? I'm fine, how are you? Are you a Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian. Satan will stand there and say that to you. And you go for it, hook, line, and sinker. Well, the Bible says not to do that. Amen. The Bible says not to do that. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14. For we are made partakers of Christ. If, I-F, if. We hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. We're made partakers of Christ if once we've come to Christ, we stick with Christ and we don't leave him. Is that plain enough? Amen. Saints, 
We are not to allow ourselves, we are not to allow ourselves to take part in other men's sins. You know some of that stuff you've heard is downright fraudulent. So why did you even listen to it? Why would you give your ear to lies unless you want more of them? Oh, he's a nice man. Well, that is not the evidence of Christian faith in Jesus, nor is she's really a sweet lady. Well, sugar's sweet, but too much of it will harm you. Real Christians are in Christ Jesus. Real Christians are in Christ Jesus. The whole Christian life depends on the clear consciousness of our position in Christ. Without our position in Christ, we have nothing. We must daily renew our position of faith. Not only must we remember our union with Jesus Christ, but we must come to fully realize that this blessed union is not of our own doing, but it is the work of God himself. This blessed union that we have with Jesus Christ, this blessed relationship that we have with him is not of our own doing. It is the work of God himself. So many of us claim how we came to Christ. But what we fail to fully grasp is all that God did in the unseen realm to bring us to salvation. We fail to fully grasp all that God did in the unseen realm to bring us to salvation. Psalm 34, verse 2. Psalm 34, verse 2. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 8. For by grace ye are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. You might want to highlight that part. And that not of yourselves. 
it is the gift of God, not of works. You didn't earn it, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. By grace we are saved through faith. It's not you. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's the gift of God. You didn't earn it, so you don't have anything to boast about. Your boast is in the Lord. We are his workmanship. He's the one with us on the potter's wheel. He's the one developing us. He's the one making us what we ought to be. It's him. The glory goes to him. Not to us, not to us, O Lord, but to thy name be the glory. It's not about us. It's about him. As the Holy Spirit teaches us to realize this, we will come to understand better that this truth is a source of assurance and strength. It is a source of assurance and strength. Since it is of God himself that we are now in Christ, then God himself, the Almighty One, is our security for all that we need or desire as we seek to abide in Christ Jesus. Since it is of God himself that we are now in Christ, then God himself, Almighty One, is our security for all that we need or desire as we continually seek to abide and live in Christ Jesus. As we have become participants in this union with Jesus Christ, there is a work which God does and a work which we have to do. That's right. There is a work that God does and there is a work that we have to do. The Father <clears throat> does his work by moving us to do our work. The Father does his work by moving us to do our work. The Father's work is primarily hidden and silent while our part is more tangible. Faith, prayer, and obedience are at that we are aware of and can testify to. Spiritual awakening and strengthening from above are beyond the reach of human perception. 
so, we are tempted to look far more to the work that we have done than to the divine and wonderful secret work of God that united us to Jesus. That's right. We're tempted to look at what we did in the process. Instead, we should be looking to the divine and wonderful secret work of God that united us to Jesus Christ, the part we didn't see. Here is an element of spiritual pride, which we would do well to repent of. The branches cannot take more credit for the fruit which has come forth than the husbandman himself. The branches cannot take more credit for the fruit which has come forth than the husbandman himself. Yes, it is good that we are growing in Christ. It's very good. But let's not pat ourselves on the back. Some of us need to repent of the bragging that we have done and instead give all the praise to our God. Amen? We need to give the praise to our God. What we have done is our reasonable service. What we have done is only our reasonable service. Amen. It is. But and and I and uh huh I know all about that. What we have done is our reasonable service. Amen. Romans twelve one. You know about that. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, holy. Remember, you're to present your body. That means it's not yours. You don't have the governance. You have a stewardship, but you don't have the governance. It's not your body. Jesus died for it. He bought it back. It's his body. That would mean that your tattoos would be vandalism. Amen. Anyway, you're supposed to, we're supposed to present our bodies a living sacrifice, living sacrifice. So we live sacrificial lives, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's right, our reasonable service. Amen. We can well say, I know, I believe, and I have faith. But it is extremely important that our minds should be able to see 
that behind our turning to the Lord, behind our believing, behind our receiving of Jesus Christ, there was God's almighty power doing its work, inspiring our will, taking possession of us, and carrying out his own purpose of love in planting us into Jesus Christ. Amen? As we accept and realize the divine side of the work of salvation, we will learn to praise and to worship with a new joy and rejoicing. When we actually sit back and meditate on it and take due account of all that God had to do in our lives in the background to get us to the point where we received Jesus Christ and continued in him, then we will have new joy and new rejoicing. We will rejoice even more in the Father's work and in our salvation. We will, yes, we will, rejoice even more so when we come to understand all that went on just to get us to receive the Lord. And some of us, it took a whole lot. Amen? And to stick with him. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. As this truth takes hold of our minds and hearts, we will come to realize that our own salvation is very much a part of Ephesians 1 9. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 9. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 9, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. You see, we didn't always understand that we were supposed to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Even if somebody told us, we didn't always understand And many times we're not necessarily willing to open up and receive. Amen? 
And some of us were so interested in doing whatever it was we wanted to do that we didn't pay much attention to it anyway. But we finally came to the point that we understood enough of the mystery of his will that we finally decided to receive Jesus Christ. This is something that God had purposed in himself. This gives rise to our joining of hearts with the whole body Christian in Christ, saying as it does in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Well, if you're outside of Jesus Christ, you have no lot nor part in this inheritance. You have to be in Christ to obtain this inheritance. It's the only way it can be obtained. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. There's certain things that changed immediately. Once we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, because the Father had predetermined for all those who received his Son, who believed his testimony, who believed on him, should receive everlasting life. John 3.16. And there are other things that came with it. Among them, things are obtaining an inheritance. Through Christ Jesus. You see, our Father works all things after the counsel of his own will. He makes things line up with his own will. (coughs) You see, he is the one who is able even to subdue all things unto himself. And he does mean subdue in the truest sense of the word. It is the powerful influence of the Father's work on the believer who moves us forward as we seek to live in Jesus Christ, our true vine. So we can see that we must rest our right to Jesus Christ and all his fullness solely upon the Father's purpose and the Father's work. Without the Father's strong influence in our lives, we would still be out there doing what we were doing or worse or already be gone from the planet. Yes, Jesus Christ is the true vine, and we as believers are the branches. Jesus said in Matthew 15, verse 13, Matthew chapter 15, verse 13, 
he said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. And he means it. Yet also every branch which is grafted by him into the true vine will never be plucked out of his hand. Every branch, every saint which is grafted in by him into the true vine will never be plucked out of his hand. So, saints, it is to the Father that the saint owes his place and his security in Jesus Christ. The very same love, the very same delight with which the Father watched over his beloved Son the very same he watches over every member of his body, every saint who is in Christ Jesus. We must allow this truth to further inspire us to a more confident trust in our Heavenly Father's love for us. Just as the Father watched all over Jesus while he was here on the earth, with the very same watchfulness, he watches no different. Yes, he will keep us safe to the end. To the end. Because we are not appointed to wrath. He will keep us safe To the end, yes, he will keep us so that we are able to fulfill the reason for which we have been united to Jesus Christ. He will keep us so that we are able to fulfill the reason for which we have been united to Jesus Christ. Every branch. comes under the charge and the keeping of the husbandman, just as with the true vine. No different. The husbandman is concerned with the well-being and the growth of the branch, just as he is with the vine. No different. Father himself fits every branch, every saint, thoroughly for that work which it is to perform. I keep seeing a picture of piping, as in the kind of piping that's used in plumbing. Only this piping used for this plumbing 
task is custom made. Each piece is custom made to serve a purpose. Each piece has another piece that it's to be joined to and connected to. And it only works right when each piece is in its place, connected to the right piece that it needs to be connected to, because it's been made and customly fitted for that particular purpose. The Father who chose us and planted us in Christ Jesus will, if we allow him, if we allow him to, by yielding ourselves to him, cause us to be made worthy of Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. The Father who chose us and planted us in Christ Jesus will, if, if we allow him to, and how do we allow him to? By yielding ourselves to him. He will cause us to be made worthy of Jesus Christ. If we really understood the value of this truth, it would mold our prayer lives forever. We would have a new sense of dependence on the Father. A brand new sense, complete dependence on the Father. We would see that praying without ceasing is more vital than breathing. As we expect hope, and anticipate God's perfecting of his own divine work of working in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. We are seeking the Lord continually, expecting, hoping, and anticipating God's perfecting of his own divine work in us so that we will both will and do of his good pleasure. Heretofore, we've been practicing on our good pleasure, but that's not where we're supposed to be headed. It's to do his good pleasure. It's to do his will. Just as Jesus said when he was here that he was here to do the Father's will. So are we. It is my prayer, saints, that as we learn these truths, we would see how sinful we have been in our own attempt, our own feeble and faulty attempt to become what God has called someone else to be. You know, some of us are famous for sitting back. Uh, We want to be spectators in Christianity. We're spectating, you see, and we're watching all the people come and go. 
and we're looking at this one and that one and the other one, and I want to be like this, and I want to be like that. That's fine if you're two years old. But after two, it's outmoded and outdated. Amen? By that time, we should come to realize that we have a unique place in the body of Christ. We have a unique function in the body of Christ, each saint. And we should be seeking the Lord for him to bring us into who we're supposed to be, doing what we're supposed to be doing, not with our eyes off trying to follow what someone else is doing. Amen? You know there are persons who are either so enamored or so jealous or so envious of other people in the body of Christ that they try to model their life verbatim behind someone else. God didn't call them to do that. And some of you are just who I'm talking about right now. There are members of Miracle Outreach Ministries who behave this way. And God's saying it's time for you to stop and grow up. Amen? Amen. Each of us is fitted as we allow God to mold us. Each of us is fitted as we allow God to mold us. So, saints, allow God to mold you as he desires to use you. Allow God to mold you as he desires to use you. P.S. Your opinion is not required. God has an opinion of his own. You see, God does not make copies, just originals. Amen? Amen. Rise for the benediction. Rise for the benediction. There are certain ones of you, praise the Lord. Amen? That's right. Your opinion is not required. God has an opinion of his own. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, Make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, and the church said amen, amen, and amen, amen. God bless you. I pray that you recast this. So you can hear more clearly What God is saying to you Amen Amen Pastor loves you I want to thank you once again 
for all the prayers that were dearly needed and still needed as I'm continuing to recover. And please do pray for my voice so that it will continue. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, Pastor loves you, and she will talk to you again on Wednesday. Amen. Amen.
Till your time.